Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello, no sound in my headphones. It Is was cranked down so low. Anybody out there? Let's do the entire podcast ASMR style, Bryce. Good morning, everyone. Who listens to this? Here's me eating an apple. There's an ASMR channel. I stumbled. Did I? Uh, if I uh, oops. Did I just swear? There, Gasp. Uh, what I'm, I feel like my. I've developed a potty mouth over the past couple of years because the world had just got angry. And we've talked about that before. Like we all get angry during the pandemic and I'm feeling now like I swear way more than I used to. And any day now, I feel like my microphone's going to be on on the radio and I'm just going to let one rip. Do it, man. No. Do it, man. I almost did right there. I double dog dare (sighs) you, man. I don't even know where I was going with this. Me neither. Hmm. But it is Friday. Yeah. And this is normally when we talk about what we got going on. What are we watching? What are we listening to? And you've got nothing. Not really. Nothing new to report. I am plowing through that final season of Better Call Saul. Ooh, I got, I'm actually got one episode left. Are you going to save it? What are you going to do? Are you going to watch it? Do you oh, watch no, that with your it. best girl, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no. We're going to watch that this weekend. That's a show that I don't feel like I could watch in daylight hours. Do you no. guys watch TV all afternoon? When do you do your TV watching? We do our watching at night. Okay. I mean, I watch TV during the day. I have it on during the day, but... There's nothing good because you're like Better Call Saul is one of those shows. Like I kind of feel the same way. We're like, I don't want to watch this while the sun's up. No, no, this is a nighttime show. Yeah. And you, uh, sorry, can we just go back for a second? When you walk into the house and you're there by yourself, you just turn the TV on. Yeah. I would hate that. Oh my god. Why? I hate the sound of a TV when nobody's sitting in front of it. What a weird thing to hate. Like I, I, I think I would. I don't need to hear the dead silence in my house. What about some music? I have that on sometimes. What about cracking a window open in the, you know, the songbirds outside no, your window? I, no, I hate that because my dog will bark at anything uh, that walks by the house. Or I can hear my dog lick his paws all day. <laughs> so, no, the TV goes on. <laughs> oh, I I can't stand it. Like, if I get home and the TV's on and I just don't like the sound of a TV in the daytime. I never have. That's it's bizarre. always bothered me. That's really weird. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing good to watch. You're not missing no. anything during the day. Um, but yeah, no, it, it more or less drowns out the sound. That dog's licking their paws. <sighs> what are you going to do when Better Call Saul is done? Because this is it. There's no more. No, I don't know. I don't know. I've really enjoyed it. I thought it was, I think I like it as much as I liked Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Some pretty cool stuff here in the final few episodes. Ooh, I got to give it another cheers. go. Like yeah. the, what I have seen of it, I've really enjoyed, but it just doesn't, it doesn't take with me. It doesn't stick. It, uh... I don't know if you enjoyed Breaking Bad. I think you'll like this just yeah. as much. How they weave some of the storylines into 
that's what this final season kind of does. It it goes into the past, pre-Breaking Bad, post-Breaking Bad, and a couple during Breaking mm. Bad. And it's really cool how they weave it all together. It was really well done. Bob Odenkirk is out. Everyone on that show is outstanding. Yeah. Uh, how close are we to being having all the episodes of Barry, do you know? Because I don't want to yeah. start that until they're all in the hopper. I'm not sure. It I'm must be sure. getting close, I would think. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that one. I haven't started that one yet either. I haven't uh, started Ted Lasso the final season because I'm waiting for that to all be available. I'm still finishing The Night Agent or whatever. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. It's still okay. Yeah. I'll finish it. And I just asked you before we started recording, the show I'm going to talk about is, I feel like I may have mentioned this in here. I got to start keeping notes, but my recommendation is Kunk on Earth. Right. C-U-N-K- on Earth. It's like a mockumentary thing, right? Yeah, it's like a, it looks like a really dry British documentary about history and science. And it's, it, they make it look that way. And the woman, uh, Philomena Kunk is her name, the character name. And she's in an absolutely brilliant Ricky Gervais series called Afterlife. Mm-hmm. She plays one of the reporters or one of the people that works at the newspaper. She's Philomena Kunk. That's where I recognize her from. I she, see it advertised on Netflix. Holy crap, is she funny in the driest possible way. But these, they're half hour long episodes. They're easy to watch. If you need a filler, if you need a palate cleanse somewhere, I recommend Kunk on Earth. I was laughing hysterically at the one I watched the other day because she was talking about Albert Einstein and he's the one who gave us E equals McTwo. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It's good. E equals <laughs> McTwo. John F. and Kennedy. Was <sighs> I like that. But she didn't say F. And, she, and she's talking to scholars, like people who run museums, who like these are people with giant brains. And she's feel, she's asking these dumb questions that kind of makes your hand sweat occasionally because it's so cringy at times, but funny. She's brilliant. I should have wrote down her name. And now again, I feel like I've already talked about this. I don't know. Maybe you haven't. Yeah. Uh, Earth. I, I think that's been up for a little while on Netflix. I oh, keep it is, seeing yeah. it in my recommended watches thing, yeah. but I refuse, man. I'm probably 15 years late on this one, but I started Arrested Development the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's my new treadmill show. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. It's how have I never, I've probably seen six episodes, like random, not in order, just over the years, I've had them on in the background and have always kind of thought, this is sort of funny, but I didn't know the whole story. So I'm only two episodes in, but it's brilliant. That show was so fresh because when it came out yeah. in like the early 2000s, Laugh Track was the name of the game for all like TV shows yes. at that time. And that's, this one does not have it. And if you're not paying attention, you miss a lot of the brilliant jokes they're making throughout that thing. Yeah. All the actors, like Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, Michael Sarah, Portia uh, uh, Rossi, uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. Uh, Jessica. Oh, man, she died a couple of years ago. Wow. Walters. Oh, I'm going to feel bad if I got that wrong. Uh, Maybe she's not even dead and she's just finding this out right now. Lucille Bluth. Oh, okay. Uh, she died a couple of years ago. Oh, that's and, the mom. The mom. And yeah. she destroys me on that show. Yeah. The things she say are incredible. This must be refreshing to be listening to a podcast that's come out in 2023 <laughs> where the guy's talking about this great show he's watching from what year would that be? Early 2000s? Yeah, because they, they did like three seasons and then it stopped. Oh, yeah. And then like 
over a decade later, Netflix brought back and they did a couple seasons. Those new seasons weren't nearly as good. I talk, I mentioned this to my wife. I'm like, oh my God, I started watching Arrested Development. She scoffed at me. She's like, you've never seen that? Like she was, she got kind of got a little smug with me. And then I said, no, when did you watch it? Last year. So oh. it's like she just watched it too, but yet she, she high horsed me on that one. And what are your thoughts as you wade into these waters. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, I'll stick with this. It's I'll smart. I'll finish this. Yeah. It's, it's it's again, that's my treadmill show. It's easy. The episodes are 22 minutes long. What's crazy is the uh, the guys who directed a lot of those episodes are the Russo brothers. Yeah. And they have since gone on to uh like they directed some of the biggest Marvel movies over the last few years. And there's a uh, in a couple of the Marvel movies there's actually little subtle nods to arrested development. Oh. Really? Like the stair car yeah. appears in, in one thing. Uh, there's a scene where you, if you freeze it in one of the Marvel movies, you see the Tobias Funke when he's all blue. Oh. When he blew Blue himself. man group, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was the never nude as well, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, David Cross. David Cross. Oh, my God, he's good in that. Jessica Walter. Oh, I you just, were right. I looked it up, yeah. yeah and she, she's dead? She died in March of 2021. Huh. She's good in that show. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Lube City, Lube City, yeah. Lube City. I like the finger snaps. Uh, I'm not finger snaps in music today. I know. I was just, I was working on a beat poetry thing about lubricants, about Lube City, about tire changes, so. Lube City, itchy, stitchy. That's terrible. Uh... It's deep, man. You just don't get it. <laughs> what does that have to do with the oil chief? That's my, she and Stitchy? That's my slam poetry on yeah. Lube uh, City. <laughs> isn't a city. It's more of a small town where everyone knows your name. Lube City. Wow. Okay, that was much better than mine. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. That was pretty damn good. Every slam poetry piece I've ever listened to has that same cadence. Yeah. Where, what is that? Lube city. Yeah. Party city. Farty city. <laughs> I'm bad at this. Yeah. Do people still do slam poetry? I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Lube city. Go in there. You know what you do when you pull in there and you roll down your window and they're like, hey, what can we do for you today? See if you can write them a poem. Yeah. And do slam poetry about your need for an oil change. Do not give them a tip in money. Pay them in slam poetry. Oil light is on. <laughs> How far can I go when the oil light is on? Yeah, I feel like we're losing it. Yeah, okay. You can find a Lube City. There's probably one near you. 27 Alberta locations. LubeCity.ca. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! Have you ever missed work, like just not shown up for work? No, I never have. You hear, you know what's funny is I hear about people, oh yeah, I was at work today, so-and-so never showed up for the third time this week, and that person doesn't get fired. How does that work? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Because I I live in fear that if I miss one day, even if I'm sick, even if I got hit by a bus and all my bones were shattered into dust. Yeah, you were like just a bag of splintered, a flesh bag of splintered bones. I could just be a head. 
Yes. And you would have to have somebody drag you into the office like a sack of, like a wet sack of potatoes. Yeah. And even then they'd be like, mm, you're ahead. You can still talk. Yeah. You know, but people do miss things all the time. Are we the best employees ever? Uh, without question. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. We were talking about the uh, the important things in life that you missed. Inspired by Ed Sheeran, who was in court last week. Missed his grandmother's funeral. Because he had to go defend himself. Ouchies. This person said, my brother-in-law missed his daughter's birth while he was at a strip club. Ooh, classy. <laughs> Elegant. Uh, how did that work out? And how do you end up at the strip club while your yeah. best girl is yeah. a baby? When she's, you know, nine months pregnant, maybe yeah. that that's not the time to go throw dollar bills around. I oh did ask God. how that went. And? They said that he was really young back then, and she has since forgiven him. Okay. Are we being judgmental? I don't think so. I think that one's fair to judge. <laughs> oh, this one's funny and sad at the same time. Uh, about that guy who missed his mother's wedding reminds me of our wedding where my mom and my wife's dad both missed our wedding because they had COVID. Oh, ouch. Luckily, we had a live stream going on so they could attend virtually. I danced with a laptop pretending it was my mom. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There's a wisp of sadness to that, but I guess you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Could be... <laughs> You know, it would have been better maybe if you somehow secured the laptop to the top of a broom. Yeah. And then you could dance with the broom. Oh. You know? It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one says, I missed my best friend's wedding in Mexico. Oh, I was there, but I couldn't leave the room because I went a little too hard the night before. She was furious. Her mom was even angrier. It took a few months, but we're good again and can almost laugh about it now. Almost. Angela. Angela, were you a bridesmaid? <laughs> I need the rest of this story. What exactly happened the night before? 10029, if you want to text the show, you can call the show too at 780-423-1029. I'm surprised by the number of people that missed the birth of their child. Uh, not so much the moms, they like they were all there, but the dads, a lot of them were no-shows for the birth of a child. I didn't think... I thought that was mandatory attendance now. I thought you had to be there. Back in the 60s, 70s, maybe even into the 80s, you didn't really have to show up, but now I think you're supposed to be there. You're listening to the Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one. I tried to get this person on the phone, and they're like, eh, maybe not. I missed my graduation because I was mistakenly arrested because I matched a description of a guy that robbed a gas station. I was wearing a tuxedo. Ooh, that's pretty juicy. And that's something that uh, everyone you were graduating with, they probably heard and were like, oh my God. Kevin robbed a gas station arrested. on grad night? My God. Huh. Well, he did have to buy his data. Corsage. Is that what you call the big flower thing? Yeah. A boutonniere? Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. Missing it because you were arrested? Mistaken identity? This one, I'm... What about missing your own wedding? It was not entirely uncommon in Portugal. Other countries, too, I'm sure. I just know about Portugal, Portugal because that's where my family is from. So I've heard stories and I've seen wedding pics. Back in the emigration boom to Canada and the U.S., for couples to be married by proxy, 
The groom would be here and someone would stand in for him back home, made for some weird pictures. Did you marry your brother? <laughs> what? That's just bizarre. So uh, you're on other sides of the ocean, I guess. You want to get married. I feel like if you're going to get married, you should make it a day that, I don't know, the bride and groom can both be there. You should pull out your day planners. Yeah. And you should throw out some dates, pencil some dates in, and see if you can make that work. I, I get other places sure. have different logistical struggles, but uh, if I found out that at the wedding I was going to, the groom wasn't going to be there, I would say I'm not giving up my Saturday for this. What about this question that I'm sure everybody's asking? Does the stand-in make it legal? You know what I mean? Ooh. Like a binding, a legally binding agreement? Yeah. God, I hope not. That would be awkward. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one, actually, this is kind of funny. I'm sure it was probably upsetting at the time, but... This person says, once in university, I missed a final exam in accounting 100, not because I didn't show up, but because I accidentally went to the 300 level exam and they let me write it. I cried through the whole test because I didn't understand anything. They did let me write my own exam later on, but that was a very rough day for me. Update, I am a grade two teacher, not an accountant. Uh, somebody. A lot of these have to do with COVID. We read the one earlier from somebody who said that, I don't know, two parents missed their wedding because they had COVID. They ended up dancing with a laptop while their mom was on camera, like they live streaming. <laughs> is that funny or is that sad? I missed my brother's high school graduation because of COVID. They live streamed it on Facebook, but it kept freezing and I still missed my brother's name being called. Because of COVID, they did their ceremony in a soccer field and stood in the back of pickup trucks so everyone could see the grad dresses and tuxes. Then it started to rain all around. Not a great grad. No, it doesn't sound like it. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Getting lots of texts this morning from people talking about the important life events they've missed out on. Lots of people have missed weddings. This this one says, this one's pretty juicy. I don't know what to think of it, but it says, I missed my sister's wedding. I was supposed to be a bridesmaid, but I was pregnant. My family didn't know about that, and the male I was impregnated by was despised by my dad. Ooh. I think my sister called it even because on my wedding, I saw her um, celebrating privately with a groomsman. This happened while her husband was upstairs in their hotel room with their kids, and the other celebrator's wife was in their hotel room with their kids. Good times. Ha ha. Ha ha. Okay. Uh, missed the concert because I thought it was on a Friday night. Woke up super excited, looking forward to the evening out. Pulled the tickets out, realized it was the night before. To make me feel even worse, they were a birthday gift from my husband. Epic wife fail. Somebody else. My, my mom missed my wedding because the afternoon before, she tripped on my in-law's front steps and broke her hip. Ouch. I hope she sued. A lot of people, too, who work in oil and gas, who are totally relating to what somebody said earlier, if you do work in that industry, you miss out on a lot of stuff. Aaron said, oil and gas sucked 
for not being around. I traded a six-figure income for happiness and a new career after the fire. It's not easy, but at least I have family and friends I can turn to and my dog to make me smile. I never thought about this one either. This said, similar to the oil field people, I also miss months and several occasions every year. I worked on board a cruise ship. I was away from home 10 months at a time with just two months vacation. Is a cruise ship job a sexy job? Because I think everybody on the outside, you sort of look at that and go, ooh, that sounds exotic. That sounds fun. But is it? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We started talking about field trips when you were a kid yesterday morning. I never, I've got nothing really that memorable. No, me neither. I had a lot of boring ones. I can't find the, uh, remember the, yesterday we got a text from somebody who said they, they were like five or six years old and they went to a, a bakery on a field trip and at the end of the, they thought they'd get like a cookie or a muffin or something, a warm piece of fresh bread, but no, instead they got some, uh, got some water from the water cooler and a paper and cup. Field trip to a bakery and you don't get anything. Like, yeah. I would be furious. <laughs> I remember it wasn't really field trips, but I remember at elementary school, uh, we would go swimming. Oh, yeah. And we walked to the swimming pool. It was close enough that we would walk. And so with the whole class, we'd walk in down the road. Everyone with their swim trunks and like rolled up in plastic like a, uh, Safeway bags. Oh, yeah. Well, we would roll ours up in our towel, like, yeah. a, like a swimsuit cannoli. <laughs> then you'd go swimming and you'd walk back to school. And for the rest of the day, the, it, it would just reek like chlorine. In there. Yes. That's a the smell of chlorine in a swimming pool. That throws me back to my childhood, like nothing else. Did you stop at the store on your way back to school, buy some candy? No, I don't ever remember that. No, no, that would have been sweet. Somebody said this is not a story about a field trip that I had, but about another school field trip that I saw while I was on vacation in San Francisco. I went to a marine rescue facility, went into a place where they were doing an autopsy on a sea lion. Oh my God. While I was in there, a group of kids started to come towards that area. Oh no. I quickly let the teacher know what was going on. She immediately turned the kids around and hustled them out of the area. I think the kids were only about six years old. You know what? Whoever you are, you should have included your name. You probably get uncomfortable when people use words like hero and selfless act to describe your actions that day, but you are a hero. Yeah. The number of nightmares you thwarted because of your shoulder rolling in front of that teacher, no, and telling them not to proceed, that is a selfless act. Holy cow. I couldn't imagine a Whoa. worse thing for a child to witness. Any An a autopsy lion of any autopsy. kind. <laughs> And on a sea lion? Uh, oh, my God. Stephanie from Morinville is out there. Hey, Stephanie. When I was in junior high, we did a field trip to the sewage treatment plant in Edmonton. Beautiful. It was so horrific because there were all, these were all children that were like 12 and 13 years old seeing used condoms, adult toys, and raw sewage for the first time in our entire lives. I'm 44. I'd still have nightmares about it. Good God. Those things end up in the sewage treatment? The things they probably see in that building. Do you, do you remember that show, um, Mike Rowe, Dirty Jobs? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did I see an episode where he went to a sewage treatment plant and one of the jobs was sewage treatment plant scuba diver? Oh, my God. I swear to God, that was one of the jobs. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. All the field trips I went on paled in comparison uh, 
to what you experienced as a child. This one, good morning. This one makes my hands sweat and it just makes me so uncomfortable. Good morning, boys. When I was in grade six, we had pen pals in Calgary. We would write to them on a regular basis as part of our class. Then toward the end of the year, we took a field trip down to Calgary and each kid had to stay with their pen pal. Oh, Needless to say, it was the most uncomfortable experience of my life going into a strange house with strange people. I don't know what my school was thinking. It was brutal, Chris. Yeah, I don't think that would happen again, would it? If I'm a pen pal, you're a pen pal for a reason. Yeah. You know, I don't want to meet you in person. I don't want to see your face. I don't want you staying in my house. You're a pen pal because you're in a penitentiary, right? That's where it comes from, (laughs) isn't it? Are pen pals still a thing, do you think? Oh, I doubt it. No. Because what you do is you just go on the internet and fight with people. Yeah, that's very true. This one uh, from Steve. In grade nine, we did a field trip camping. We did a field camping trip for outdoor education. Had to hike into a three kilometer location where we made lean twos to sleep in. Had to pack all our own stuff. Crazy trip. One student was using the chainsaw to cut up firewood. The saw bucked and cut one of the teacher's leg who had oh. to be rushed to the nearest town hospital for stitches. Some kid brought boxing gloves and there were unsanctioned boxing matches. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Steve. I love the fact that a kid was like, okay, I need a sleeping bag. I need some hot dogs. I will need boxing gloves for sure. I love that. A chainsaw accident. Oh, Lord of the Flies thing going on there. That's a whoopsie daisy. That's good. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.